Here's your task. Go to Buffalo, face Josh Allen, elite quarterback, uh, where Sean McDermott is undefeated at home in the playoffs. Jay, as we will discuss later, you notably pointed out the Buffalo Bills have the best winning percentage at home in the playoffs in NFL history. An elite team, the league forced you to come here instead of the neutral site that maybe you could have been given. And go do it in their weather. Yeah. Do it in their snowstorm, in their stadium, in their environment, and come in and take control of the game from the opening instant and never let it go. Uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about disrespect and this, that, and the other. That's fine. All of it, everything from the line where they're six point underdogs in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Played directly into who this team, the personality really of who they are, which is they love it. Michael Thomas said to me after the game, we love it. We love it. Give us more. Give us more of the reasons to doubt us. Give us more of the reasons why this is the hardest path. They love the hard way. They thrive with all the odds stacked against them, having to take the hard path. And this is undeniably the hard path. And they came in here and took it to Buffalo in every way, shape, or form, held them to 10 points, the lowest number they've been held to all year. The previous low was 17, went up 14 to nothing in an instant, ran the ball efficiently for the first time in a month, not just a little bit, 172 yards and 5.1 per carry. They did everything you would need to do to win this game. And they kicked the Bills' ass. I mean, that's stunning. To, to come up here and win, I don't think anybody's stunned by that, knowing who the Bengals are. To just take it to them like that, what an announcement. What a statement by the Bengals today. And, oh, by the way, they did it with – Three starting offensive linemen missing. Um, Jackson Carmen at left tackle. A lot of questions about that. That, that O line played great today. And we talked all week, really for a couple weeks about how those first nine minutes of that Monday night cancel game didn't really mean anything. You can't judge anything off of that. Maybe we were wrong because tonight's, today's opening drive looked a hell of a lot like that opening drive where they just went right through the Bills defense and set the tone early. And it wasn't, it was snowing, but it was more sleet at that time. And Joe Burrow's out there just throwing passes right on the guy's numbers. He starts nine for nine, like it's a sunny day in California. It was, it was surprising. I was going to say, I, I remember 364 days ago, we were recording this walkout podcast. And I remember your quote distinctly. We were 
I don't even know if surprise is the right word, but you said the Cincinnati Bengals are one win away from the freaking Super Bowl. <laughs> and it does. Yes, it was surprising they won the way they did today. I'm not surprised in the least that they're one win away from the freaking Super Bowl again. No, I totally agree. This is a team that we have suggested. I think there's a lot of evidence that they are and have been for a long time better than last year's Bengals team. Mm-hmm. Today confirmed it. Yeah. Today confirmed this is a team that is far better, far more equipped to, to take it all the way than last year's team was. And last year's team was one drive away. The fact that you can come up here and turn a non-existent, previously non-existent running game into that in the snow against the Bills and – Joe Burrow can have seven seven different receivers with a completion of at least 10 yards in this game, just spreading it around to wherever he needed to, to have a masterful offensive game plan to offset any potential issues that you would feel with the offensive line. You know, the play, the third and 10 to Hayden Hurst is the perfect example of it. Late in the game, the Bills are hanging on for dear life. It's third and 10, and the Bills bring a pressure, and Joe Burrow just, you, you can't do it. Hayden Hurst with a quick chip on the outside and then floats out to the flat all alone, catches it, hurdles a dude right at the marker to get the first down, and that really felt like the one that started to really send them to the exits. And mm-hmm. But it, they did that type of stuff all day. We, we talked about Joe Burrow is better equipped to deal with this than last year. You saw his evolution today. He took so many checkdowns and was comfortable doing it that turned into big runs, whether they be thrown out to Mixon, Higgins in the flat, uh, you know, you name it, the Hurst play, perfect example, finding those, knowing where those high percentages were, and it kept their offense moving up and down the field. You know, 27 points, and that's with four points taken off the board by New York uh, with a chase play that could have kind of gone either way. And that's really incredible. And that's one thing in its own, right? This is the most well-rounded team in football. I, I think I can say that confidently. And certainly the most well-rounded team that we're talking about right now, maybe the Eagles. Yeah. Maybe the Eagles. I don't know. Maybe whatever. But Luana Rumo hasn't gotten a head coaching interview. I wouldn't be surprised if he had some waiting on him in his voicemail in the locker room. What a a game plan, what execution to hold Josh Allen and that offense to just 10 points and make them work so hard. It was just, he had to do hero ball the whole time just to make anything happen is masterful, quite frankly, from Lou today. Yeah, that was just it where it, it seemed, even though the Bengals jumped out to that 14 nothing lead, you know what playoff football is. You know what how this – Bill's team can feed off of its crowd. How any team can feed off its home crowd. And it oh, it never felt comfortable. It felt like, oh, every time the, the Bills would get something going, you're like, oh, it's just going to – if the if they get one stop, they get a score, they get a stop, this thing can change in a hurry. It looked like maybe they were might have a chance to double up on the Bengals at the end of the second first half and then the start of the second half. Lou never let that happen. Joe Burrow never let that. The, Bill, the Bengals never had a three and out. Their, their shortest – play their shortest drive was six plays until that final two kneel downs it, they just never gave buffalo a chance to to 
grab any sort of momentum. And it was it was Lou and that game plan just chasing Josh Allen around. They, he didn't have to bring a lot of pressure. The, the defensive line was whipping their offensive line and getting pressure on him all over the place. And Josh Allen did what he did does. He, I mean, he made some incredible throws, but they couldn't sustain it. It was every now and then he'd hit one of those, but more often than not, it was a struggle just for them to get anything going. And you're right. I just... I mean, I'm surprised that Lou hasn't gotten any calls. Maybe that continued. I don't know. The Bengals would love it. They would love to have him back. But how many times do you have to see it? He did it to Patrick Mahomes in the second half of the regular season last year, in the AFC Championship game last year, in that game this year, and now does it to Josh Allen. These are two of the best quarterbacks in the league, and he's just he's rendered them ineffective. And it's not – and again, this isn't some superstar defense like no. the Rams last year with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and Vaughn Miller and guys that are going to be in the Hall of Fame. And that's not to discount any of the players on the Bengals defense, but this is a bunch of guys and they will be the first one to tell you this. In fact, all of them basically did in some different way. All guys that didn't get a second contract from the team that drafted them, that felt, have been counted out their whole lives, that have felt disrespected. Yep. And that's what, and, and, Lou and Zach Taylor and their entire coaching staff and that defense have tapped into that so much. They did last year playing the underdog thing, but, but this year, you know, you just, you just sense that they have found, found this way to, to weaponize that fact that they all feel like these totally disrespected guys that love the hard aspect of all of it. You know, I, a DJ reader talked to me after the game, who, you know, if you want to hear about somebody feeling disrespected <laughs> and, and, and the attitude of the team, you can go to him. And that's what he said. He said, quote, don't matter. We got a bunch of guys in this room that believe in us. And that's really all that fucking matter. All that other stuff, the extras, this, that, and the third, that shit is not important. Not important. We came in here in their own building. They put up 10 fucking points. We put up 27. We go into KC next week. That's all that matter. Count us out. Count around. Bengals ain't this. Bengals ain't that. We just keep showing up. Keep playing on Sundays. DJ Reader right there. Um, pardon his French and mine, <laughs> but that was the sense really that kind of typifies the entire locker room. Mm-hmm. Like the, everything that's been going on about how many times did we got to prove it is what they kind of kept saying. Like, mm-hmm. I, and then they, what I kind of came to at the end was they don't care. They, they love it. And so how many times do they have to prove it? They, it doesn't matter because they're going to go play in Kansas City next week, and they hope that they'll eventually play in the Super Bowl, and then nobody can take anything away from them. Uh, and they certainly aren't right now. But you know this this defense has really tapped into that. And Reader, Hubbard, B.J. Hill, Joseph Osai, Hendrickson, all of those guys changed the entire dynamic of this game, and you know took advantage of a weakness on the Bills that we probably was not people weren't paying enough attention to this week. A team that gave up seven sacks last week mm-hmm. against the Dolphins. Everyone busy talking about the Bengals' backups. In fact, it was the offensive line for the Bills that ended up being the real issue that changed the game. Yeah, and you, I mean, you talk about going to Kansas City. I'm sure there's a lot of Bengal fans out there that are I maybe wondering slash hoping Patrick Mahomes might not be able to go in that game. We don't know what that knee injury or that ankle injury is. If you were to ask the, the guys on this defense, I bet you to a man, every one of them say, put him in there. We want 
to play Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. We want to play the best. We want to beat the best. We want to go to the Super Bowl two years in a row by beating the one seed and the two seed in their stadiums both years. I mean, they're just it's just the makeup of this team. They 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 want to be disrespected and they want everybody's best shot and they take it and they thrive on it. And as I said earlier, it's when does it quit being a surprise? Because it seems like every week we wonder, oh, this might be trouble. And there they go again. I mean, to win this game by 17, it was just, I I don't want to say I'm stunned, but I I did not see that coming. I picked him to win, but I thought it was going to be a two-point game. I I, I expect this to be back and forth, last team to have the ball wins. Bengals were the last team with the ball. They won, but that's not the way I expected it to happen. All right, let's take a second and switch gears here and hear from a sponsor. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I tweeted this out, but there weren't like a lot of cigars, but Eli Apple had one. (laughs) And um, Eli Apple, with his leaning back against the wall, Puffing a cigar. In fact, almost he choked himself out at one point. He was like, he, just, he started. He went too hard on it, and he started choking. And he apologized to all of us because he was choking because he was putting on this act. He was just puffing on a cigar while you ask a question, and then he'd give you like a one or two word answer, and then go back to the cigar and keep looking at you and ask him something about ask him something. He goes, "Because we're the best." And then he pulls back to puffing and asks follow up. He said, "Yeah, because we're not nah, because we're the greatest." I mean, just. Eli Apple ripping a cigar, talking about how the Bengals defense is the best in the league and they're the greatest and just doing that on repeat is kind of the attitude of this entire team right now sitting here just saying, yeah, kind of who we are. I mean, we uh, it happened again. I got another bro hug tonight. I don't <laughs> I, I just went up and dapped up Jackson Carmen and told him congratulations and he goes in for the bro hug, but he also was working on repeat because everybody was asking him about feeling disrespected and people saying that they couldn't win with this line and um, asking him if he took it personal. And he said, just rely on my teammates, trust in God, and go out and execute. I was like, yeah, but did you hear the criticism? Just rely on my teammates, trust in God, and go out and execute. He didn't want to play into that game, but you know they did. Those guys all heard it. Max Sharping, Hakeem Adeniji, Jackson Carmen. I talked to Alex Kappa, and he, he, could, he was so happy for those guys. He was so damn proud of what they did. And, you know, it's maybe he comes back, but I, I think people are feeling a lot better about if, if Alex and Jonah can't come back. Yes, you want them in there. But this this was a statement by that offensive line, by those backup guys. A statement by the entire 53 today. I mean, just really, really impressive. Their most complete game. Yeah. Bengals' most complete game that we've seen over, I would say, I would say this two-year stretch even. I would go yeah. all the way back through last year. I think this is the most complete game they've played, the most impressive game they've played, the most impressive win they've had. And, and Ted Karras told you, right, that this was his favorite win of his entire career. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, 
You have two Super Bowl rings. How is this? And he said it was the most recent one. It's the biggest one. And we've got a chance to go to to Kansas City and hoist the Lamar Hunt Trophy. And that is an incredible opportunity. And he, Ted Karras, 3-0 and in AFC Championship games, by the way. <laughs> but I, I, I was stunned by that, where a guy with two Super Bowl rings said this was the greatest win of his career. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of this motivation and disrespect is because of you, Jay. <laughs> and you got the post game shout out actually, yeah. Uh, because your stat, Jay's apparently got motivational stats now uh, <laughs> about Buffalo being the winningest home, having the winningest record in NFL history in the postseason. Uh, here uh, was cut, cut, copy, paste right into the Saturday night meeting presentation. Yeah. And Zach Taylor sort of said, I wanted that in there. Yeah. Um, and I want to, he said, I, I want to thank Jay Morrison for having <laughs> that stat and putting that out there so that I could take that and cut it and put it right in the presentation because I knew what that would do. You know, that I, I knew what it would do. It wouldn't cause the fear of, oh no, how, how are we going to go win here? He said it would be the opposite for our guys, and it was because again, it goes back to they just they love it. They they love the idea of the hard path and this being something that that is impossible to do, right? And I don't know if people have seen the post game celebration video that the team put out from the game balls and such, but Duff, who has the they got to play us line that he usually screams, uh, just screamed out. 13 and two. <laughs> so clearly all of that, Jay has motivational stats. Apparently well, who knew? I would like to thank Zach for that shout out because I know what Sam Hubbard kind of felt like he talked about his phone blowing up. A, a lot of you guys were watching the post game press conference and heard the shout out. The, the Zach, give me the shout out. And so <laughs> I, I got a lot of messages on Twitter and a lot of uh, text messages on my phone from friends and family that were watching that. It's kind of a fun thing. I, I mean, I, it surprises me. I thought it was a great stat, but I'm 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 kind of surprised. And then again, I'm not because, like you said, this team will find any motivation they can. Uh, to, no one was saying they can't win because they're 13 and one, but it was an amazing stat knowing they were coming into this environment. And yeah, they 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 weren't scared of it. They they embraced it and they came in and they took this crowd out of this game. It was it was quiet at times in this game, and you just don't hear that at this stadium. I marked it down. 10 seconds left in the first quarter, first crowd eruption. Hmm. I mean, that was it. There was no, yeah. it was the first play where the crowd got happy. They got a stop on a third down. I mean, it, the entire first quarter, it was silent. You know, DJ kind of said, look, oh, oh, we felt like we walked out here like, he said, quote, this is our shit. <laughs> and we felt like the crowd was taken out of it before the game even started because we felt like it was our place. And and the the way they came out instantly and went up 14 nothing really those first two series you know drive down the field then get the three and out and the punt and not even just counting the fact that they would get another touchdown and another three and out and another three and out change i mean it did it it took everything out of this place mm-hmm. it changed the entire dynamic of the game and that's who they've been. I mean, we talked about the coin toss thing as a joke almost, but I mean, they said if we win the coin toss, we're taking the ball and we're taking mm-hmm. it to them. That's been their attitude. Last year, they were the team of deferral in the middle eight. And this year, they have been the punch the other team in the mouth 
immediately yep. and take control type of team that's fit their personality. And it played out again here in this one um, as they were able to do that. And it, and it totally changed the game. And uh, their defense was really able to finish it off from there. A um, couple of scenes I want to touch on. Uh, Cam Taylor Britt uh, has a interception, his first career interception that seals the game at the very end there, kind of sliding down. And we were walking out on the field. We were going down there. I was kind of wanting to go. There's family down there. I wanted to just poke around and kind of see, get a feel for what the snow was looking like on the field. And, and it was it was kind of almost like an icy slush yeah. down there. And Sam Hubbard said after the game, he's like, I, I mean, I could hardly stand, much less get, you know, have like a get off or redirect. You're just, it was just survival, basically, trying to actually play out there on the snow. But out there was, uh, Cam's mother and father-in-law, who I had written the story about Cam earlier in the year about him and 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 them and their relationship and why he has Taylor Britt uh, on on his uh, as his name and all of that. So said hello to them, and then Cam was coming down. They were just you know obviously beside themselves, happy. Mm-hmm. Cam comes down with the ball in hand and just the two biggest longest hugs you'll yeah. see with both of them. Cool. I mean. It's the cool moment about, you know, how nerve wracking this was for them watching it. And then to see him have a game, a big PBU on a play down the sideline as well to Gabe Davis, where he was beat and then came back and got the ball knocked out at the last second, gets the pick, a huge game for him. And, you know, what did we say, man? Like if Cam, Cam Taylor Britt can't become a guy, this team is exposed. Mm -hmm. He's kind of be. Come a guy a little bit. Yeah. He's he's really grown up, particularly over the last month. It's funny. I asked his mom, I said, on that play down the sideline, were you like, oh, yeah. And she's like, yes. Exactly. Could you see me? She's like, exactly what it was like. And Cam Taylor Britt keeps the streak going now seven straight games with a turnover in the fourth quarter. Unbelievable. Yeah, that was it was on the line. And the and the only turnover of the game. You know, yes. That's just the other thing. You thought, okay, the the way the bang, the only way the Bengals not only way, the way the Bengals have to win this game is by taking advantage of Josh Allen's weakness mm-hmm. and committing turnovers. And it felt like the combination of the Bengals pass rush and Josh being hyper aware of not wanting to turn the ball yeah. over against this team made them a little light, the Bills lifeless a little bit on offense. Mm-hmm. And, 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 that's why they couldn't really seem to get much going partially because the, there was, you know, that, that quick strike attack, those big plays, it seemed like, Allen was kind of scared to try and make him because I don't think he trusted what he was seeing. I don't think he felt comfortable back there in the pocket all day. And that goes back to what we talked about at the beginning with Lou Anarumo in this defense. Um, another A nice day on special teams, too. Tough conditions. Evan McPherson makes all his kicks. None of them of this a high degree of difficulty. Yeah. Snaps were bad. Drew Crispin was catching every kind of, you know, Caladamias was snapping all over the place. It's hard in the snow and all this stuff, the conditions. It is hard on those guys. They convert everything. Again, most complete game for the Bengals. Joe Burrow said the same thing after the game, after he said on the field, better get a refund for those tickets to uh, on TV as a, as a line just to add to his legend there because he's always got to make sure he sneaks those in. Um, and that was really the refrain from the team too. So off it goes. Back to Kansas City. Yep. Back-to-back years. The same matchup in the AFC Championship game. It's Bengals in Arrowhead again. Burrow, Mahomes, four, <laughs> of which Burrow is 3-0. and We talked about this before of, look, 
you know, this was the one. This was the game that felt you got to go into Buffalo. You you know you can beat Kansas City. Yeah. You 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 beat them earlier this year and felt like you left 11 points easy on the table against them. You've beaten them in their house in the AC Championship last year. You beat them in your own house last year. You 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 feel like you have that that card. You know how to play a team. And but you didn't know about this place. So to now set yourself up to go there and play a Kansas City team um, that you have all the confidence in the world to go against. Yeah. Again, no one should be surprised by anything this team does, including if it ends up with them with a Lombardi and the first title in franchise history. Wouldn't surprise me. It sh- nor should it. No. Nope. Nor, nor should it. I, I don't know how you watch this game today and say, yeah, that team can't win a title. Yeah. That looks like a team that is on a bullet train to winning a title right now, the one that played today. That doesn't mean anything's going to happen. It doesn't mean they're going to beat the Chiefs. It doesn't mean they can go to Glendale and and beat the Eagles or whoever comes out of tonight's game. I mean, that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. But I don't think anybody wants to play a team that just did this to Buffalo in the snow in Orchard Park. Ten in a row. That's right. Ten in a row. All right. Off we go. The season continues, Jay. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> we are booked for Kansas City. Uh, we will uh, we will be there. Of course, we'll keep it rolling with you this week. All the content you could possibly want will be uh, will be coming your way. So make sure you keep it locked to the walkout. Make sure you're if you're not a subscriber to the Athletic Boys, it's the time to do it. Plenty of great content coming your way from here in the locker room. A lot of scenes to paint for you for all the <laughs> absurdity that was said and heard. Uh, you heard some of it here uh, in in, in uh, the celebratory home locker. By the way. Thank God for open locker rooms being oh, back. Oh, my God. You know, last year, this time, the win in Tennessee, we're doing press conference room. They're trotting a person in. Mm-hmm. You hear the madness happening in the room, but you really can't say anything about it. It's just whatever. Kansas City, we're on we're on Zooms from the press box. I mean, enough of that. The, the, right. what, to be able to be in there and really deliver the feel of what was happening to you guys today is an absolute pleasure and so glad that we're back able to do it the right way because you guys deserve to know every little detail of uh, what this team is doing right now because it's a special run they're on. These two years, you know, we can talk all we want to about Joe Burrow's Super Bowl window being his whole career. That's a nice thing to say, but you you don't have two-year stretches like this. Even the greatest, you know, it's so rare. I mean, you can kind of want back-to-back AFC title games, but Potential to be back-to-back Super Bowl right. appearances. It's so rare. It's so hard to do. They have such a special group in there right now. Um, I, I, I hope Bengals fans are enjoying it. I think they are. It's one of the most likable teams, certainly, uh, that they've ever had around here. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hope you enjoyed the walkout. So from Snowy Orchard Park, I hope we make it back to Cincinnati tomorrow. We will do our damnedest. Uh, Bengals 27, Bills 10 in the divisional round here. Uh, Have a good one, everybody.